And today we're going to be talking about Fill You Up from the B-Sides. Uh, originally recorded in 1981 at the Kiowa Home Trail um, and then re-recorded uh, on the 27th of October 1986 at Sunset Sound and released on the 18th of August 1989 uh, as the B-Side of uh, Party Man. On the track, it is just Prince by himself. Obviously, around the time of 1986, this song was actually recorded because it was going to be on the Camille album. Um, you know, along with, uh, I think this was also recorded around the same time as Housequake and Rebirth of the Flesh and Rock Hard and Funky Place. One of those songs ended up on the Black Album, the other one ended up on Sign of the Times. This song, for some reason, he, he kept it for a few years and then used it as a B-side. Um, the track itself is 3 minutes 44, or there is a 6 minutes 27 version, which is labelled the Long Stroke. You know, so Prince obviously <laughs> getting a little bit of a kind of, uh, I don't know, like... I, I find it funny that he decides, he's like, here's the long stroke of fill you up. And I can imagine someone making the party man like 12 inch being like, please, Prince, you know, we don't we don't need this kind of thing. It's like, can we just call it the long version of something? And him just insisting being like, no, no, it's the long stroke of fill you up. Um, joining me to talk about this is John Parker. Hello, John. Hello. I'm, I'm glad you introduced me. I was really trying to stifle my laughter for the long stroke thing there because I love that name. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. The Prince just wanted to, you know, just have a variation that was called the long stroke. That, that's the most Prince thing you could possibly do, I think. Call it that. And the fa- I mean, the fact that it also this is like essentially the B-side of the, you know, the Party Man single, which if anyone remembers like the artwork for the different, um, you know, singles that came from um, from Batman, you had mm. the Bat Dance one, which had like the full kind of, you know, metallic logo, you know, with the you know the the yellow and the gold mm. and kind of you know look like solid metal but for the for party man and arms of orion it was just the kind of the logo at a 45 degree angle just kind of flat um so essentially you you know you're talking about a song you know obviously party man is quite a fun song but you're you're talking about you know the the b side that's either called the short stroke or the long stroke <laughs> on an album that is essentially you know an album that's from a film that's essentially being marketed to kids so <laughs> yeah the lyrics to this when we get to them yeah they, I, I mean i would not play it for kids <laughs> <laughs> no now the thing is there's a demo that's available if you if you if you hunt around on youtube um of the original version that was like done in 1981 um and it is it's kind of um it's kind of very quiet and it's not as produced and you can kind of make out the lyrics but it's mostly just you know prince singing kind of bits of the verses and then singing fill you up over and over again mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously when Prince went into the studio and, he, you know, uh, the whole point of the kind of the Camille alter ego is that um, the voice was slightly sped up. Ah, so I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, obviously I'm a Prince fan. Yeah. But I don't know loads. I'm not like you. You know, you know everything. But the, the Camille thing when I was researching was really interesting to me because I didn't really know about it. But that explains the voice in this. Yes. Because. That was the first thing that jumped yeah, out. Yeah, Fill You Up is essentially a Camille song. It would have, if uh, Camille actually, the album had a track listing. 
which was on the first side, it would have been Rebirth of the Flesh, Housequake, Strange Relationship. Both of those ended up on Sign of the Times. Rebirth of the Flesh has mm. never had an official release, uh, though you can find it you know, somewhere on YouTube if you want to go find it. Uh, then mm. Fill You Up, and that would have been the, f- the end of side one. And then the second side would have had Shockadelica, which was used as a B-side, uh, Good Love, which ended up being released on Crystal Ball, and then If I Was Your Girlfriend, which was on Sign of the Times, and then finished off with Rock Hard in a Funky Place, which ended up on the Black Album. Yeah. Prince had like these eight songs, and he was going to release the album Camille. He was not going to be anywhere on the artwork, and he was not going to tell anyone that he was Camille. He was just going to release it, uh, and... He was also then going to release it the same day as he released a double album, which was called Crystal Ball. And, <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> you know, Warner Brothers were like, no, thank you very much. Do not do not do that. Do not release two albums on the same day and pretend that one is by this person called Camille. And they basically kind of, you know, and so Prince was like, OK, I won't do that. And then they eventually kind of whittled it down into just one double album, which turned into Sign of the Times. Um, but the whole point of Camille, it's what's really funny about Camille is that... Um, it happened by accident. Um, Prince was recording some songs um, with his... Because he hadn't quite got Paisley Park open. And so he still had all his equipment in... There were a couple of, um, sh- you know, warehouse kind of um, studios that Prince used. And he had all this new mm. equipment, you know, a new mixing desk, new, you know, um, soundboard, everything. And it was all going to be put into Paisley Park. And so Prince, he had it set up and he had his engineer, Susan Rogers, um like just set it up so that he could start recording some stuff, you know, just as a, as like a, you know, a test and just to kind of, yeah. you know, get going with this new equipment. Cause obviously he was kind of itching to have his own studio and kind of just jump in and start recording songs. He had some kind of like, you know, ideas and he was just like, you know, set it up and we'll start recording. And they did, but unfortunately some wires hadn't been plugged in properly <laughs> and some settings, ha- you know, like Susan Rogers hadn't checked on some settings and so basically, when they recorded it, the, the recording speed was a little too slow. So when it was played back at normal speed, it ended up sounding like it had been sped up and it oh. kind of pitch-shifted pitch Prince's voice. And apparently Susan Rogers was very nervous about playing a couple of these songs back to Prince because she was like, you know, she's basically ruined these songs and Prince is going to have to redo them all over again. And Prince listened back and he was like, that's great. He was like, this, this is... Per-. And and she was just like, okay. And he was like, okay, you know, like, like let's record some songs. And that's when he kind of, you know, went on this tear and recorded, you know, like four or five songs in the space of a few days. And that's where the oh. idea of Camille came to him. He's like, yes, let's, you know, let's let's turn these songs into these songs by this, <laughs> this other worldly voice, which is not Prince, but which is actually Camille. That's amazing. That's such a great way of taking something that technically has gone wrong, yeah. but spinning it into something new and unique and different. And Although, of course, the label might not have agreed, as you said. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because Fill You Up was recorded uh, at the same time as Irresistible Bitch. Um, mm. But Irresistible Bitch actually was kind of re-recorded in 1983 and ended up being released as uh, a B-side for Let's Pretend We're Married. So, you know, fill you up. Prince basically hung on to that for, you know, like five years before he finally re-recorded it. And when he did, he decided, oh, it's going to be like it's a Camille song. Mm. And if you listen to the original demo, it's a lot kind of slower and it's in Prince's own voice. So it doesn't really sound like feel you up. Oh yeah, I checked that one out online actually. It, yeah. His voice is a bit, it, it's a bit deeper and almost sort of gruffer, like than usual. It, it sounds yeah. a bit more raw. And um, and so you know, Prince was like, you know, obviously Camille was abandoned, 
um, you know, um, as part Aww. of the compromise. I know. And the thing is, you know, obviously Warner Brothers, I mean, Sign of the Times is still a double album and there's still like four songs on there that were Camille's songs. Um, and then, you know, Prince kind of, for a couple of years after that, he still used the Camille persona when he wanted to do some songs. Mm. So there is a song called Scarlet Pussy, which is done in the Camille like persona, but it wasn't one of the songs that was originally recorded around the time of the other Camille songs. Ah, okay. So that makes sense now. Yeah, so it just became this thing where Prince was like, okay, you know, this version of my voice is this person called Camille. And, um, you know, a few songs on the Black Album obviously recorded in, with, in that kind of uh, voice. And so when he did it, when he did some of those songs live, which he did in the 1988 tour, he would have his voice like altered when he was singing live so it would sound like Camille. <laughs> That's um, amazing. So he really, you know, he really kind of got into this this kind of persona, and then Warner Brothers said no, thank you, and he was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll just do something else then. I'll just record a double album and then record the Black Album, and then, you know, like it didn't stop him from recording stuff, but it's just kind of funny that like he kind of abandoned the whole Camille idea quite quickly. Um, but then well, the fact that he used it as the B side for Party Man is such the, such a kind of that blows my mind, right? I love Party Man. I'm obsessed with that song. I think it's fantastic. I love it in the movie. I love it out of the movie. This, I mean, it goes with it kind of musically. I think quite well. Yeah. But the the rest of this song, that the lyrics and everything else, what? <laughs> like, why is this being like backing Party Man? I don't get it at all. I don't know. It's such a, it's such a weird thing. The fact that it's it's just called. You know, fill you up, and I, I mean, the thing is, I'm so used to kind of like hearing it, so to me, it doesn't sound that kind of strange. It's very to the point with the both the name and the words. Yeah, <laughs> yes. there's no ambiguity in these uh, lyrics. He's not, he's not. There's not like much double meaning or secretly singing about God and things like he often does. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I mean, let's get into the lyrics because I, I feel like we've kind of we've laid the picture of what this is. This is Camille <laughs> singing about feeling someone up. Um, you know, and it kind of starts with Prince saying, I've been digging you for such a long time. You don't even know that I'm alive. Something about the way you walk just really blows my mind. Sorry, but I'm sick of all this jive. Okay. <laughs> and I love that bit. That's my favorite bit of the song, I would say, because it's almost poetic that, you know, I've been digging you for such a long time. You don't even know that I'm alive. It's like, oh, you really, yeah. you really feel for Prince or Camille, I'm not sure who we're meant to yeah. feel for, but you know, that's that's very deep and moving. I like that, even though the rest of the song is kind of about feeling someone up. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, and I, I think this is a thing: is when we get to the chorus, it's straight away. Let me touch your body, baby. Let me fill you up. Uh, come on, baby, come on. Let me fill you up. <laughs> and, and then he just repeats that. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I think the fact that you know. He's asking permission, I think, is the most important part, you know? Oh, yes, um, especially you know, uh, with all the things happening at the moment in the world. It's very important that we stress he is asking. <laughs> he's, he's saying, let me touch your body, baby. Let me fill you up. He, obviously, he's imploring that he wants to do this. But at the same time, he's at least kind of making sure that the person wants to be felt up. Well, I think I mentioned this uh, on one of the, the other episodes I've been on. You know, Prince, he's all about mutual love you know yeah. uh, not to be too graphic but he he wants everyone to have a good time here it's not all about him <laughs> yeah i mean i think as well like the idea of the kind of you know starting off with the you know the, the unrequited love of you know he's he's been digging on this person and, and the thing is as well the phrase i've been digging on you will be repeated a lot later on in the song <laughs> um and also the fact that you know like prince using the word dig as well is one of my favorite things like this weird kind of like <laughs> 50s hipster thing where he's like dig um, particularly because like at the start of uh, When Doves Cry it's dig if you will the picture 
So, like, <laughs> I, 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 anytime Prince uses dig, I love. But the fact that he says, I've been digging on you, you know, for such a long time. Like, immediately, it kind of puts it into this perspective of, you know, Camille kind of wandering around, just following this girl and being like, I'm digging on you. <laughs> what can I say? You're like, you know, um, and then immediately goes to let me touch your body, baby. Let me fill you up. Oh, I love it. And the thing is, as well, that's such a great chorus. Like, the way Prince sings it and stuff. Um, you know, it, bearing in mind it is just Prince, Prince and Prince and Prince. Like there's there's kind of multi-tracking of Prince on this. Um, you know, but and is he that... doing all the music on this one as well? Yeah, everything. It's just Prince by himself. Yeah, he's um, the only person who can get away with his music kind of sounding like a Casio preset and it not be a bad thing. <laughs> like I think maybe they base the Casio keyboard presets on Prince. On Prince yeah, that I mean that would make sense. But yeah, I mean it is just Prince by himself to kind of doing all the different uh, bits and pieces to this. But also, I mean, you know, we get to the second verse, which I kind of like, where he's like, something about your body, baby, really gets me hot. I'm sweating, girl, and it's all because of you. I don't want your credit cards or anything you got. Fill you up is all I want to do. What do you say? <laughs> That's quite nice. You know, he's not he's not interested in material things here. I mean, there's also a suggestion that, you know, she, you know, he has less money than her or mm. or she is kind of more wealthy than him. Um, which is crazy you know, which <laughs> <laughs> yeah although the thing is because this was recorded uh you know around the time that parade was coming out uh, it makes mm. sense because obviously in parade prince uh you know he plays uh, a gigolo mm. um who does go after a richer woman so i don't know maybe there's a little bit of that still in his mind ah, okay yeah. plot of the razzie award winning um <laughs> under the cherry moon and then of course you know he, he he talks about i mean i like the kind of when we get to the i i would say that like the middle eight just before we get like the um the i mean it's not really a saxophone i feel like it's a saxophone kind of on a keyboard yes. still um where prince says i ain't looking for a one night stand i only want to fill you up i don't really want to be your man i only want to fill you up physical attraction babe it's what it's all about hot and cold reaction fill you up turn you out and uh, that's where we get the solo then <laughs> right that that um, bit was my other favorite bit i've highlighted that here because <laughs> it was in really intriguing to me that he's if i'm reading it right he's not even really trying to sleep with the girl he, he's literally no. just after a fondle <laughs> like, that's <it. laughs> yes that's it and do you know what's funny i've discussed this on um uh, there's a song called blue light which is on um symbol mm. and uh, you know that talks about prince you know he said he has the phrase um no the uh, the love we make is really pretty rude <laughs> that's what he, he's telling his friends but they don't believe him because you know the person he's with is not that type of person and when it gets to the chorus uh, which you know it's revealed that all prince does with this person is cuddle that's literally all the chorus is Aww. it's just him kind of cuddling all night Bless. and so i think it's interesting that we've got this song here that does it does feel like you're kind of going in the direction of prince is looking for a one night stand but then it's revealed that no, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want a one-night stand. He doesn't want to be this person's <laughs> boyfriend. He just literally wants to feel them up. Yeah, the, the name of the song is very literal. <laughs> it's to yeah, the point. Yeah, that's all he wants. And as he says, physical attraction. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. You know, fill you up. That's all he wants to do. He's um, honest. He's putting it out there. He's letting everyone yeah. know his intentions because he's a, he's a good guy. And like we said, this song does... There is a lot of kind of Prince getting consent because at one point he says... And I, I'm not going to imitate the way Prince sings it because this is probably my favourite way that he sings in this song. Is <laughs> When he goes, what's the verdict? I don't like suspense. How can you resist my burning touch? <laughs> Something about the way you work just really blows my mind. I've never wanted anything so much. And then we go back to the chorus. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I like that whole what's the verdict. Like he's saying to this person, look, I'm, 
we're not going to have sex. I'm not going to be your boyfriend. I've been digging on you a long time. You don't seem to know I exist. But can I fill you up? Like, let me touch your body, baby. Let me fill you up. It's a strange like... request, isn't it? But you know, again, at least he's asking. He's not being creepy. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, you get you get nothing if you don't ask. And yeah. obviously, you know, he's looking for a verdict here. <laughs> I like what do you how say? He says, I don't like. I don't like suspense. I mean. Yeah, I mean that's probably, probably my favorite bit of the the song, and then as we kind of get, we get like a you know like a, a second chorus where Prince keeps saying I've been digging on you, and then a second Prince says for such a long time, and he keeps saying I've been digging on you, and then he kind of goes I've been digging on you, ooh, and then he goes back to the Let me touch your body, babe, and then kind of repeats the I ain't looking for a one night stand, and then we kind of we kind of end up kind of going back to. Uh, the chorus of, uh, you know, let me touch your body, baby. Uh, mm. Let me fill you up. And then it kind of just, you know, fades out. <laughs> um, you know, but I th- I feel like it's funny because, you know, obviously, uh, like we said, Prince isn't, he's not being coy at all. He's literally just saying exactly <laughs> what he wants from this person. He wants to fill them up. And then that's pretty much it. That's everything he wants. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not looking for anything else. He just literally wants to have his hands somewhere on this person's body, and <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end of the deal. Then he's then he's done. And it is a very unusual B side for Party Man, though. That's the weird yeah, thing. I do. I, I've said it already. I don't get it at all. Musically, they fit, but the the lyrics yeah. just. It, what? Why would you put this with a Batman song? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, obviously, of course, the the beauty of his songs for Batman are that they work outside of the movie. They work as Prince songs. So I mean, in that sense, it's fine because it's like, well, this is just a B-side to a Prince single. But they are yeah. branding it as a Batman single. It's got the Batman logo on it and everything. So that's what's crazy to me, that they would put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think the thing is as well is like, um, I mean, obviously the persona of Camille, uh, you know, is, is essentially... Uh, I mean, it fits with the kind of like superhero thing in that mm. Camille is not Prince. You know, Camille is... A different is different kind of character that Prince is playing, and obviously you know um, the song Party Man. That also you know in the video Prince is playing Gemini, which is again is a different character from Prince. Yeah. And so I feel like they fit together that way in that you know um, you have you know the persona of the Party Man and you have the persona of Camille, and those are, like they fit together that way kind of thematically. Mm. But yeah, I mean if you're a kid who's <laughs> who you know enjoyed the Party Man video or heard Party Man on the radio. And you, you decided to go buy like the seven inch or the single or something. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, then you get it as the B side. Uh, but and you, uh, you know, and I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, I, I guess Prince isn't really considering that. That's not a thing that's in Prince's head. Prince isn't like, oh, would this be suitable for kids? <laughs> I think he's just thinking, this is a really good song. It fits with Party Man. Yeah, let's have it as the B side. And you know, he's moved on already to whatever the next song is. Although it's worth saying, he's always moving on, isn't he? He's always thinking of the next thing, yeah. pushing ahead. Although it's it's worth saying that the B side for Arms of Rome, which was obviously the next single that was released off the album is a song called I Love You In Me. And that is way more graphic than Fill You Up. Yes, a step further. (laughs) You know, 200 Balloons isn't particularly explicit about anything. You know, it's just about some balloons. And then obviously you have Fill You Up, which is, you know, what it says. That's what Prince wants to do or or Camille wants to do. Um, And then you have I Love You In Me, which is fairly graphic. (laughs) Um, And then by the time you get to the final single, which is Scandalous, you have a song on there that's just called Sex. (laughs) It's just just blatant. Yeah. So it feels like Prince was kind of, throughout the singles that were out with Batman, he was just kind of 
escalating each time and being like, look, here's 200 balloons. It was the song that I wanted to do for, you know, the party scene, whatever, with the balloons. But, you know, Tim Burton didn't want it. So here it is as a B-side. And then after that, I feel like Warner Brothers kind of took their eye off Prince and were more concentrating on the film and stuff. Because then he's like, okay, here are the next three B-sides. They're basically just more and more explicit with each uh, with each one. Oh, God, where could he have gone if he'd done another one? Well, I dread to think. <laughs> well, it, I mean, interestingly, of course, you know, you, you go a couple of years down the line after, after you know, Batman, and you've got yourself sexy MF. So if, it feels like, you know, <laughs> Prince kind of already, or even Get Off was the, was the kind of, you know, the lead-off yeah. <laughs> single for Diamonds and Pearls. So there's already, Prince is already kind of, Heading in that direction anyway, I think it's just funny that he's kind of hidden the, these explicit songs as B-sides for the Batman singles. <laughs> and I, At the same time, I feel like it's something that like no one these days could kind of get away with. I don't think an artist could be like, oh, what's a, what's a, you know, like a super popular song that I've got out? Okay, what's a very explicit B-side that I've got that I'll pair with it and, you know... It's it's from like I think that's the thing. Like Party Man, not just it's in Batman. Yeah. It, it's that the actual song itself it it appeals to kids. Like kids love that song. Yeah. So that's that's the problem of <laughs> or, or the beauty of what he's done, depending how you look at it. Yeah. Because kid kids love Party Man and they love dancing around and jumping about it. Or they, they did when I was young anyway. I don't know about modern kids. <laughs> but uh, so it, they're gonna go and buy that. Yeah. So it it is a bit um I could see if uh, I'd bought it at the time, my parents being slightly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, the first time I heard this was when I got the B-sides. And, you know, essentially, for me, the B-sides was you know, a brand new Prince album. <laughs> like, mm. I I had only heard Shockadelica because I owned the uh, If I Was Your Girlfriend 7-inch. So I'd heard that oh. one song. Um, and I hadn't heard anything else off the the b-sides um you know the three uh batman b-sides are on the first side of the b-sides so mm. and but they're 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 coupled with like after after i love you and me you go to erotic city which is you know fairly explicit and uh, yeah just a and fill you up follows horny toad which again is fairly <laughs> explicit so like I, I don't know it feels like that first side was a, a number of fairly explicit kind of like songs that prince had put together on the b-sides and he was like well you know there you go have a load of yeah. have a load of explicit songs in a row from me testing yeah yes i mean <laughs> the i think that's the first prince thing i ever bought actually was the hits and the b-sides yeah um but this one it, it never particularly stood out to me until I, w- I was asked to do this and i, I thank you so much because <laughs> breaking it down and actually looking at it and and thinking about it and the lyrics and how that works with the music i love it now i i literally listened to it about 10 times <laughs> <laughs> So thank you because I've overlooked it. Yeah. And I admit that now and I am now obsessed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it should go without saying, but five out of five uh, from me. It's just it's just one of those songs where, like I said, I first heard it on the B-sides and I was just like, what on earth is... Like, it was it was so different from uh, like all the other Prince stuff. And obviously I was a fan of Son mm. of the Time, so I kind of knew about the Camille stuff. But this is like, you know, at the, at the time, you know, this is like a song that, that is just like directly from what would have been the Camille album, but it's just there as a B side. And I was like, this is just an amazing song, particularly when Prince says, you know, what's the verdict? I don't like suspense. Like it's just, it's just the way he delivers the lines. And you know, the fact that the voice is slightly different because it's, it's Camille and not Prince. It's just so many, yeah, so many different things that I'm like, 
I'm almost kind of I I wish that Prince had kind of stuck to his guns and and insisted that he had a Camille album released, and then after that kind of done another like five or six Camille albums because I feel like if he'd have just embraced that and kept it going as like a separate personality. I feel like yeah. there would have been some really great stuff. It's a shame he didn't have that idea a bit a bit later on because I mean, yeah, I was going to say these days. I mean, obviously, sadly, he's passed. But if 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 he was around now, I mean, you could easily just on the side just put those albums out on the internet, you know, as and when you felt like it. He could have his uh, his proper album, so to speak, and then just knock out a Camille album when he's bored. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because that is essentially what he ended up doing. Um, with the New Power Generation. Um, mm. You know, they released an album... Like, he released an album in... Uh, he released Gold, Gold Experience, um, in, in 1995, but then he also released the New Power Generation Exodus. And so that was like a whole second album. And on Exodus, they did this thing where all the songs are double-tracked. So Prince is singing, but then one of the members of the band is also singing every single song. Ah. So it's not really a Prince album because of that. And <laughs> But it kind of is. Yeah, but it I mean it but it definitely is, you know, like and so that and so that's the thing that like Prince kind of once he only did that once he was free of Warner Brothers, where he really embraced this idea of putting out extra mm. material but not as Prince, but as New Power Generation. And then there was a third New Power Generation album, which was called New Power Soul, uh, which is basically a Prince album, but it just sounds slightly different to the stuff that he was doing at the time in like 1999. Mm. It's this weird thing that he kind of did embrace this idea of having a second kind of set of albums being released like under a different persona, but it was just the New Power Generation. So it's kind of obvious it was Prince. <laughs> but yeah, I know I would have just, the thing is I just would have loved like five or six Camille albums just on the side, uh, just to oh, kind of hear too. what he would have done. But uh, yeah, I mean, what do you feel out of five for this song? Can you do point, can you do like half? Because I was going to say 4.5. <laughs> I mean, I you, can, you can There's if you want. There's something that stops it being an absolute classic for me, but I'm, I'm really enjoying listening to it now. Yeah. Like, uh, because before I would have said, oh, yeah, I've heard that a few times. That's fine. But it's it's flown right up there now. Can I go 4.5? <laughs> you can. There's nothing to stop you. I only go with, you know, I mean, I'm I'm speaking as if I, I rate it on iTunes. And so obviously on iTunes, <laughs> okay. it doesn't give you half, does it? It just gives you. OK, I, in which case I, I'll round it up to a five rather than down. Yeah, I think it's closer to a five than a four. I mean, that, that's my rate. And then five. Boom. There you go. And I, I think the thing is as well, like. Um, you know the hits the b-sides those b-sides there's so many strong kind of songs on on that album mm. you know the, the hits the b-sides is you know it's such a i mean the hits for a start definitely but also you know the b-sides are are so you know it's just it's so weird that you've got prince putting out like you know 36 hits and then 20 b-sides and you're like this is a <laughs> lot of stuff to take in you know if you if you're as i was at the time you know a burgeoning prince fan and you know essentially i only owned two prince albums to then get the hits the b-sides and be like i mean <laughs> you know i was just like this is so much stuff to kind of take in um but then you know the b-sides was just so great because you know you know i'd heard most of the stuff that was on on the hits one and the hits two but B-Sides was just all brand new stuff to me. And, you know, this is one of the songs that when I got to it, I was just like, this is so great. It was only annoying because uh, I had it on cassette and so it meant kind of fast forward into the middle to kind of listen to it. Ah. So it was always a pain, the fact that it was in the middle of the album. But obviously, you know, with <laughs> CDs and everything else after that, you know, it's quite easy to get to it. People don't know how easy they have it now. No, they, they do not realise this, John. They do not realise it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously I wasn't able to find any cover versions um, and I tell you this, if you go searching around on the internet for Fill You Up, you do get some very strange results. 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> i mean prince kind of i don't think he really really ever kind of performed it live that much um you know in fact i don't think he even really performed it live at all um because no i, I looked into that myself i was quite upset i think it like the other batman songs he just didn't really never never did it live this is he? also a, this is also an old b-side by the time it comes out it's a song that's you know three years old um, and Pr- mm. Prince, you know, he liked to perform songs that he just released rather than songs that were a few years old. So, um, yeah. you know, and also well, once he got after Graffiti Bridge, he kind of abandoned most of his 80s, you know, material anyway. And he kind of concentrated more on the stuff that he was doing in the New Power Generation at a particular time. And then also by the time he became a little bit more religious, I don't think he could have performed this song live. <laughs> well, as we said, it is still respectful. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, thing. he is He ask, He is asking for just permission to fill you up and that's pretty much it. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what the Bible says about that. I'm sure they. I'm sure they, there's some words in there that are probably... Uh, Prince, you know, would uh, would probably decide as a reason to not perform it. But anyway, I feel like we've said as much about Fill You Up as could possibly be said. Um, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, John? Well, I host a podcast of my own um, with Niall McGowan, who has also been on this show. Uh, we do Bat Minute 89, where we go through Tim Burton's Batman one minute at a time. Um, by, the, by the time this comes out, we're probably nearing the, the end of the first movie but we are going to then progress on to the next three in the series so uh you know you can anytime you can jump in it's fine start at the beginning start anywhere you like it's it's good and we, you can find us all podcatchers and we're also on facebook just put in batman 89 oh and twitter as well and you can find us on facebook at prince track by track or on twitter at prince podcast or you could email us not sure what you would at prince track by track at gmail.com thanks once more for being my guest here john oh no thank you very much for having me and otherwise goodbye hey. Let me, let me, let me, let me come on. Let me, let me fill you up.